matter how your heart is grieving, if you keep on believing, the dreams that I wish will come true. Salagadoola, menchikaboola, bibbidi bobbidi boo. Put them together and what have you got? Bibbidi bobbidi boo. That is from the second Disney princess movie, the 1950s Cinderella, of course, the cornerstone of the Disney franchise, of uh, the Disney princess franchise. You are listening to Everything Old is New Again. We are discussing, is the Disney princess a good role model for, for girls today? I am Douglas Viviani, joined, with, uh, uh, joined by David Cohen. And uh, we are going to discuss this for the next uh, half hour. A whole half hour, huh? Yes, uh, two gentlemen. Awesome. <laughs> uh, luckily, I have a little girl that gives me a little experience in this, in this field, whether I like it or not. Uh, along those lines, the princess story has um, been around for quite some time. Mulan started in the year 500. 1,001 Arabian Nights uh, was in the year 1,000, which is, of course, the Aladdin story. The Brothers Grimm began their um, presentation and creation of princess stories, along with Hans Christian Andersen in the early 1800s. And now we look at, um, at the, the franchise that Disney created with Snow White in 1937 that continues all the way to this day to Frozen. And uh, this week, um, Maleficent uh, was released uh, starring Angelina Jolie. So our um, discussion today will revolve around the question as to whether these princess stories have value in today's uh, culture and why have they persisted to this day? Also, just so you know, this show is sponsored by the Law Office of Douglas Viviani. Douglas Viviani has been providing legal quality service for over 26 years. We are a general practice firm and can handle any legal matter that you may have for a reasonable fee. If you were involved in a car accident, starting a business, are planning your estate, or in need of a criminal attorney, please call 631-681-1910 or email us at vivianilaw at aol.com for a free consultation. Get the justice you deserve. Contact the law office of Douglas Viviani at vivianilaw at aol.com. And we'll uh, turn a grim situation into a positive one, possibly, probably, hopefully, with the law office. And speaking of grim, of course, uh, trying to segue into the Brothers Grimm, who uh, did create uh, Cinderella, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, uh, The Frog Prince, and Rapunzel. And Hans Christian Andersen created The Little Mermaid and The Snow Queen, which, of course, is what was Frozen was based upon. The real... uh, question is or examination of these topics begin with a discussion of those stories and their actual real endings uh, that that are quite different than the sanitized version that Disney presents. Yeah, the real ending of Cinderella actually at the wedding while walking in the procession, pigeons picked out an eye of each of the stepsisters who were then blind for the rest of their lives uh, for their wickedness. So... <laughs> Uh, amazing. Uh, Snow White, uh, at the wedding of Snow White, the Wicked Queen uh, was made to wear iron slippers that were heated over fire and made red hot, and then made to wear uh, them while dancing until she dropped dead. Nice. <laughs> that would leave Good. a nice ending for these uh, little girls to, uh, to enjoy. And Little Mermaid, the only way uh, Ariel came on land to be with the prince was to drink a potion that made it feel like she was walking on knives. 
And, uh, you know, you would expect after going through that, they would get together. But no, the prince marries a different woman. When the Little Mermaid hears of this, she basically uh, throws herself into the ocean and her body dissolves into the sea foam. Isn't that lovely? lovely. Wow, what a fairy tale ending. Uh, well, the, one of the most recent uh, Disney princesses, Rapunzel, uh, story ends a little bit differently where Rapunzel takes, uh, I'm sorry, Mom takes Rapunzel to the desert uh, after she had blinded the, uh, the prince. And of course, everyone is miserable at that time. The prince wanders through the woods for years until he finally hears Rapunzel sing and the reunite and uh, her tears cure her blindness. Isn't that uh, wonderful? That's probably one of the, the best endings of those four. <laughs> That's right. And it's not exactly that wonderful. Uh, give Disney credit for cleaning up these stories and giving them happy endings, I would think. Well, they, I mean, they had no choice, right? I mean, if they kept those endings in, it would be kind of awkward to, uh, to basic. That's a homeland. They understand that they don't reprimand their daughters. Bright young women, sick of swimming. Ready to stand. Well, I mean, that was uh, 1989's A Little Mermaid, a little bit there. Dave was talking about before I cut him off with that clip. <laughs> Sorry about that, Dave. Um, right. uh, in that particular uh, story, I feel that Ariel's more self assured and more contemporary in nature uh, to, uh, uh, to our world than the princesses were uh, that we've described previously Cinderella and, and Snow White. Um, I don't know if, Dave, you feel that princesses have evolved over the years. Are they something that you feel we should be permitting, if you will, our Well, it's interesting you ask that, Doug. <clears throat> I think some of the, some of the messages are, are great. They really are, um, especially the last few princess movies. But to me, it's after the movie ends where the trouble starts. And, and I have more of, a, of an issue with the marketing machine that is the Disney princess. And, um, you know, I think there's just too much emphasis on physical beauty, uh, especially for little girls at such a, a young age. I mean, you know, the message is you can be brave and independent and achieve great things in your life, but you also need impossible to achieve beauty. I mean, if you go to the, the uh, Disney princess website, Take a look at it. Every princess is beautiful. They have the same features, the big eyes, the small chins, the chiseled noses. Some of the ethnic princesses have been whitened just a tad, so they all look the same. Um, there was a controversy with uh, uh, Merida uh, in, in The Princess and Brave. Um, what they did was they made her a princess after the movie was over, um, but they transformed her into this, again, incredibly beautiful princess, conformed to the all the to all the other princesses. And actually, the, the, there was a petition uh, drawn up, and it was backed by uh, someone named Brenda Chapman, who created the Merida character for the film, uh, who was outraged by this. Um, the petition said that the, the, the princess uh, looked like a real girl, complete with all the imperfections, and by making her skinnier, sexier, and more mature in appearance, Disney was sending a message uh, to girls that the original, realistic, teenage-appearing version of Merida is inferior. And uh, to Disney's credit, they backed off and they actually they changed Merida, Merida's appearance so that she looks now like she did uh, in the movie. Um, but, I, but I think the point is that, um, you know, the heavy emphasis on beauty as the ultimate goal for a girl, especially at that young age, 
is wrong. And there was a, an interesting article by an author, Peggy Orenstein, who wrote a book called Cinderella Ate My Daughter, um, which, which is, you know, quite humorous and also serious in the same way. Um, you know, there, and Doug, you, you tell me how you feel about this, but the, the American Psychological Association um, has done studies, and it, it's been proven that the culture's emphasis on beauty and, and prettiness, and it increases girls' vulnerability to depression, eating disorders, distorted body image, risky sexual behavior, and it can affect them in terms of how they feel about themselves, both physically and academically. So there's a lot of research out there. And you're a dad. What's your take on that? Yeah, I don't challenge that at all, quite frankly. I probably uh, would join in the end part of what you said in terms of uh, that, what that survey finds in that regard. My uh, dispute, if you will, comes from the fact that if you watch these movies and listen to the message, especially the most modern ones that are presented – very rarely are they actually talking about or focusing upon the beauty of the princess. More likely uh, these days, if you want to look at uh, at Tangled, for, for instance, with uh, with Rapunzel, uh, you can see that this is a self-assured woman, or be, well, I should say a girl that becomes self-assured from her journey uh, from that tower with uh, Flynn Rider and becomes someone that uh, wants to follow her dream and achieves that goal of following her dream and as a result becomes a full person that has self-realized uh, what she is to do, if you will, on this planet. We can take a look at just a little bit of, of uh, uh, Tangled through this uh, clip and we'll discuss the rest of this over the weekend. I've got a dream. She's got a dream. I just want to see the floating lanterns clean. Every passing hour, I'm so glad I left my tower. Like all you lovely folks, I've got a dream. Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. Uh, this segment of the program is sponsored by ResumeDoctorInc.com. When you're trying to change your career, apply for a promotion, or trying to find a job, your resume is the first thing that is seen uh, that represents you to a potential employee. So make sure your resume makes a clear, concise, and professional impression of who you are so you can get that job interview. Send your current resume to ResumeDoctorInc.com for a free online review. You'll receive a timely reply with a reasonable quote to properly prepare your resume. ResumeDoctorInc.com has over 15 years of experience in this field. Let them make sure you have a resume that will get you noticed. Email them at ResumeInc at AOL.com. ResumeDoctorInc at AOL.com. What's your name? Angelica. And how old are you? Five. And what is the princess code? Be kind, loyal, and be sweet. I don't know if you What's heard your name? Oh. Uh, I don't know if you heard that. That was uh, my little girl. She's five-year-old Angelica. Oh, she's uh, impossibly cute. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. If you didn't make out what she said at the end there, it was to be kind, loyal, and sweet. And that's off the cuff. I didn't um, – honestly, you'll have to try to believe me on that one. I did not feed her any lines. I just pretty much asked her off the cuff what she thinks about the princesses, and, and you heard what her response is. I mean, let's face it. As a five-year-old little girl, she has seen every princess movie more than once, and that's kind of what she comes out with at the table, the dinner table, uh, to present to us what these stories are about when I ask her. 
Um, so I, I think that there is a, a level of uh, growth that Disney has gone through with the princess stories from Cinderella and Snow White and Sleeping Beauty waiting for the prince to come along and save their day to Frozen to Tangled to some of these other ones that, that uh, the heroine is going on a hero's journey, if you will. Well, listen, Angelica is obviously a bright kid, and, and you and Juliana are obviously good parents. You're, you're reinforcing the positive messages. It's a great thing. Um, that's not true in every case. I mean, she, she's an exceptional kid. And, and um, I mean, if you want to go back to uh, some of the older stories that, that I, I think is, to your point, not emphasized so much anymore, but again, you look at the marketing package, Sleeping Beauty is as important as Tiana, as any of the, the current princesses. And, you know, think about what kind of message is Sleepy Be- is, does Sleeping Beauty have? Uh, the first thing she's given when she's born is the gift of beauty. That, that is something a woman should be blessed to have. Um, she's very passive. Uh, she gets tricked into, into, you know, a coma and where she's saved and finds true happiness ultimately with a man. And, and I think that's you know, pervasive through all the princesses where, you know, ultimately they, they get married, and that's that's the be-all, end-all. Well, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think my wife will, will disagree with you. I hope she will disagree with you in that <laughs> marriage is supposed to be an attribute that is a positive thing that we experience in our lives, uh, <laughs> despite <laughs> uh, some difficulties that people have in, in our world. Um, marriage is, is, is a goal um, that... I think is a positive goal if presented in the right way. Now, listen, I can agree that back in 1937 or 1950 when Cinderella uh, came about, or 37 when Snow White was around, uh, that these that these messages were different. But I would suggest that they have evolved over time. And in fact, I, the princess stories have, have uh, permeated our society so much that even to this day, Dancing with the Stars, uh, a couple of weeks back, well, maybe, I guess it's about a month ago now, had, um, uh, you know, Amy Purdy, who was a person who had no, no legs. I remember that. And, yeah, yeah and she, she performs beautifully on the program. And at one day, one of the judges just had to, had to mention and couldn't... You created magic. And I want to say that I hope Disney will make their next princess like you. Because <laughs> you created magic. I mean, she couldn't, uh, she couldn't hold back um, comparing this person to a princess. And, uh, and I think that that, that, that thought um, is on that judge's mind, not from Cinderella, so to speak, and the negative beauty aspects or the marketing that you're talking about, but from the messages that these princesses, especially the modern ones, are presenting of a person that's gone through a hero's journey, that they're growing up, they're finding their talents, they're joining uh, uh, maybe some other party, a person, a friend, or, or a group of people to uh, overcome an obstacle. And in overcoming that obstacle, um, they are then becoming the person that they should be. That could be Star Wars. That could be uh, tons of, of literature that we, we see. Um, and I think that that permeates the present-day uh, princess stories. Agreed. And, and, and all this with the marketing and, and the deluge of, of Disney products, right, Doug? I mean, it's moderation, right? You've got to have <clears throat> some kind of control over what comes into the house in terms of the product and the image and everything like that. And, and, and a lot has to do with the parents. 
I, I can't uh, disagree with you at all um, uh, on that. The, the parent is very important in the process. Um, Disney is not there as our babysitter, if you will. Um, I know all of these Disney stories now after five years, or she's been watching them for maybe, I don't know, the last three years. I know every story uh, inside and out because I'm there with her and, and making sure that, that there's something of value there. And I discuss these, these movies and the stories with her after the movie is over. I don't want her to just to say, okay, that was wonderful. Let's turn on the next one. We, believe it or not, have, have diatribes or discussions about these characters and what they and went And heated through. discussions? Or, um, or are they, they get heated when, Yeah, when she tells me that Rapunzel is not the best princess, and I argue that it is, uh, that she is, that we, we do uh, <laughs> throw down the gloves, so to speak. Uh, we do get along, though, in, on this, in that um, the, the princess uh, in today's world um, is someone that... I can't believe that we're actually discussing this. Two two uh, grown men are going through a discussion of princesses for all this time. I hope you're you're staying with us on this. At why Lyle. why not why not two men talking about princesses? I agree. I, well, because we could say something that could get us into trouble with our wives. I oh, guess is please, the, uh, the, the please. major uh, obstacle. And, and by the way, if you happen to miss um, any of our shows in the past, feel free to listen to the podcast at everythingoldisnewagain.biz. And please email us any questions or comments or complaints or maybe even a compliment to us at oldnewagain at AOL.com. And, of course, you're listening to Long Island News Radio, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen discussing uh, the princess uh, controversy. Yes, the controversies <laughs> surrounding the princesses. Now, Dave, which is your best princess? Which one do you like the best? Oh, really? All right. <laughs> I'm going to suck you into this argument. So this is so we're in a like princess fantasy draft. Is that what we're doing? My <laughs> yes. first pick would be I would have to say it's Tiana from the Princess and the Frog, <clears throat> and, and I'll tell you why. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Here. I would like she, to know why. She, I, I, first of all, uh, I, I like the fact that that Disney went the ethnic route. I think it's fabulous. But more than that, she's an entrepreneur. She's a hard worker. She doesn't come from this, you know, uh, blessed, uh, or, or I'm sorry, from a, she's not a neglected child. She doesn't come from a broken background. She has family that believe in her and support her. Um, she doesn't instantly fall for a man, which I think is important. And, and when she finally does accept his flaws, uh, they, they both become frogs, right? I mean, he, yes. that, that's pretty important. Um, and, and when she does achieve her goal of, of owning a restaurant, um, she even teaches her husband a thing or two about, about work ethic. So I think she's the best. I'm going to say that I have to disagree with you. Um, I've given a hint already previously in my discussion that, that Rapunzel, to me, is the best princess out there. This is a, a, a girl that uh, could paint, she could sing, she, she could bake. What she does in that tower alone in one day is more than I did as a college student in four <laughs> years, that's for sure. <laughs> Besides that, once uh, Flynn Rider finally uh, uh, you know, approaches her and they, they meet and they go on their, their hero's journey, um, she's able to use her inner goodness, if you will, and she is singing to a band of 
derelicts in a bar that song we heard previously about she wants to follow her dream and you would think that in this uh this environment she would be attacked and there would be some problems some difficulties with with her physically or have to run out of there and 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 instead because of her good nature and because everyone has a dream i don't care if you're you know in in jail if if you're the president of the united states anybody else everyone has a dream everyone in that bar the ugly duckling um sang with her joined with her and joined her on her excursion to become the person that she is, and they became better people as a result. So she, she and by the way, she didn't marry the prince uh, at the end. She married someone that was um, not, uh, he, he was basically a, uh, a thief, and he, so he changed as well because of her good nature and her aspiring to her true nature. He then also did the same. So, so you're putting more importance on on the personality and, and, and the attributes of the princess. I guess I'm talking more about the achievements, right? The goal-oriented kind of... Yes, you know, but yeah, I mean, you know. you've started this whole thing with a whole diatribe, and you, you went on and on, and I understand well, that. Well, you know, but Doug, to be honest, you know, I, I do have a lot more to say about it. I think there are a lot of negative things about... Listen, I, I, I'll have to just uh, leave it where it is at this point because I want to go to a clip of my little girl singing Let It Go and any, any show that can do this to a little girl can't be bad. 